It's Monday, June 24th, and I'm feeling like ugh, just getting this audio off my hard drive. This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Frazier, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. And here it is, game night again, and this morning I woke up unprepared. Um, it's, uh, it's not a big deal because it's Zobek, right? I guess it's not a big deal if it were um, Silent Titans either. Because uh, that's a book and that's written for me. Um, but Zobek is, uh, right, it's a little more open. Uh, I've got stuff going on and it's player driven. So I'm really waiting to find out what they're going to do. Um, basically, I've got two things that they're going to follow up from last time. Um, and what I did to save maybe a little time if anybody goes on Facebook um, and to maybe kind of promote the use of Facebook and World Anvil. I um, went ahead and added to the plots and went ahead and instead of doing a role play session tonight with the information, I've just given it to him. And now we're still going to have that role play session, right? But I'm going to say it tells you this information, right? So they can just uh, look at it on the screen and go, oh, okay. And if they think about it and check Facebook today, then they will have kind of a leg up on what's going to happen tonight. Um, I think this is a good idea. I think it'll get them prepared and maybe a little excited, get their minds spinning. Um, And I'm pretty excited about that. So, um, yeah, we've got... uh, Basically, they're continuing on their investigation into um, the Kobold Ghetto and why the guard is coming down on them. Uh, I've got uh, a, an alleyway for them to go down and check out. Um, I'm basically giving them the council vote and the person who changed. And then they can figure out from there what they want to do with that information. And then I can figure out how to react to that, what they do with that information. Um, I'm kind of excited to explore these, these counselors. Um, I haven't really uh, bit into them yet, uh, but they're all pretty... Um, they're not very deeply fleshed out, but they've got, you know, something going on. Each of them has something going on. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, the second plot is one that uh, I kind of made up totally, right? Not based on anything. None of the characters are based on anything. Um, I'm just, you know, went with my own here. I don't know. I don't know how to say it or why I'm saying it or what I'm, what I'm trying to say, but uh, yeah, I came with, up with this one on the spot. This was... Uh, the captain that they uh, that was murdered um, a while back. I don't even know what I told them. Uh, they're probably going to give me a date, and I'm going to go with that. Um, I think it was like six months. That's kind of my my go-to long time ago, but not so long ago. So Captain Trollbleed, he um, was a kobold captain, and he was killed. And I have made it so the red kobolds have come in and kill them. Um, the red kobolds were from a plot before. Um, now normally I think I would just drop this in and leave it, right? But maybe, just maybe, I can remind them of the red kobolds, right? Just because, this is going back to what Arfed said, right? Remind them, but don't push them. So, um, They'll say something like, didn't we see red kobolds before? And I can interject and say, yeah, they were caught doing something around something. I don't know. I really don't remember what it is. Um, 
but they, uh, it's in my OneNote, so I can just do a quick search there. And then um, actually maybe add that to World Anvil if I get some time when I get home. Uh, that might be a good idea. That might be a good use of uh, any more prep time I have. So they can look at it and go, oh, look, I can click on Red Kobolds. See what that's about. Oh, they're from the Maharati Emperor Empire. And they were uh, seen fucking around with uh, something else, whatever it was. Um, so that's kind of exciting. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's, uh, tonight's game and uh, playing more with World Anvil, honestly. Um, I am going to pop World Anvil open and uh, keep running the session with that up and using that with, you know, uh, with all the tools available. And I will report back on how well that goes. Silent Titans. Oh my. So fun. It's so good. Um, it was so good. The intro dungeon is amazing, right? I love this thing. Um, the, the session was a bit chaotic. Um, I was running late. I was awfully, super awful late. I got there at like eight o'clock, I think. Um, maybe 7.30, maybe 7.30. And then I realized I forgot the character sheets. And that's fine, because the character sheets don't mean much. But then, nobody had pencils. So, and then, somebody forgot something else. And it was all at my house. So, uh, two people took off. I got to set up. They came back, and we started about 8 o'clock. Went through my session zero. Went really good. Everybody kind of understood. Um, we clarified some stuff. Um, right, one of the players is kind of a, a jokester, I guess. I don't know. I sound very old man when I say that, but whatever. Um, and he likes to fuck with people. And um, w I think one of the things on my list is don't fuck with people, right? So he was kind of like, oh, you know, but that's kind of what I do. And I was like, well, not like that. Like stabbing people in the back, fucking with people. Don't do that, you know? And uh, I'm, I'm really big into player versus player, but only consensual player versus player where you go, hey, you know, I'm the paladin, you're the thief. Uh, I'm kind of tired of turning my back here. Can we can we get a little conflict going? Maybe a little, you know, yelling match or something, and then finally I'll concede to you. And that's kind of fun role play, you know, if we can, if you take it that direction. But uh, just jumping up and smacking someone down, that's no good. No good at all. Anyway. So, we get through session zero. And uh, kind of tapering off, the, the end's kind of tapering off. And... Uh, we roll up characters, and this is very exciting because it's random, and you don't know what you get, and you literally get a random character based on your highest stat and your um, hit points. And it's it's kind of weird because um, my son, uh, my youngest son, played an acrobat, right? This is this is his thing, um, but his dexterity was hella low, not the lowest in the party, but second or third. <laughs> um, and that was based on you know his highest stat being like a 16 and his dex was a, you know, like 12 or something. It may have even been worse than that. Um, so it, that, that kind of plays out weird, right? Uh, but otherwise it was, uh, yeah, it was really good. I liked it. It was, um, I think maybe switching the stat after you find out what your character is, is probably a better idea, right? Cause you could go, Oh, he's the acrobat. So I'll pop that into my dexterity, pop my highest into dexterity. Um, at any rate, uh, so we get all the characters. They're all crazy, right? They're all over the top. They're all weird in some way. My daughter says, 
Wait, am I a sheep? You might be. You might be a sheep, Haley. And it was amazing, right? We get to talk about the sheep, you know, and the animals and the masks, right? And this kind of leads leads to a um, uh, an encounter later, right? The mask is kind of important. So we talk about the mask for a minute. I just knocked my phone over. So excuse any crazy noises. There shouldn't be any because I've got a headset plugged in. All right, we're back. So um, we get the characters. Everybody's cracking up. Someone ends up reading through most of them out loud. Um, and we're all sitting around the table laughing. And uh, we get into it. We get into it about 9 o'clock, I think. Um, we ended up calling it at 10, so we had a solid hour of play. And it was good play, too. It was as chaotic as the pregame was, the game was as well. And chaotic in a good way. So, so the first thing starts off big, you know. I finally get to do my Dr. Hog, you know. Uh, you fools. And I, I let out this, this snort, you know, because he's a, he's a pig. He's Dr. Hog, you know. What else is it going to be? And he, he says, my dementia bomb has shattered your very minds. Um, and uh, I guess I should warn you, if you're going to play Silent Titans, you might want to turn this off after this. Um, because, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil the shit out of it. So. so basically, they're inside this giant titan, right? Um, this titanic titan? This titan. Um, they're inside the body of this titan. And I don't think they realized it till later and I and I kept saying it though you're, you're inside this titan right um, and some of the advice in the book is to keep redescribing things so every person I go to I'm redescribing things and it's and it's and it's frantic right so they 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 come conscious and they're clinging to these stairs and the room's spinning and these um, apes are shooting at them right so um, I I was asking for advice on my first session uh, on on a Discord channel, and someone said, um, "Try to get them to split up. The starter dungeon kind of encourages it, and it did, right? You know, some people went left and some people went down, and uh, it was uh, it was pretty cool. It worked out well. It was uh, um, they go onto a boat, right? And there's a, a boat inside this Titan." It's crazy. Uh, and it's got this huge tower on it. Um, and they look around, and there's all these dead people, right? All these dead things. They're not quite people. They're not quite not people, you know? Some of them don't have eyes and mouths, but uh, they look around, and their weapons did this, you know? They recognize that they killed all these people, and they, they don't know anything about it, right? So climbing to the top with the tower, swinging across, gets you uh, a special power. Um, it's kind of wacky, right? Uh, two of the players got, um, they can uh, change their age even to undead or um, a skeleton or a zombie. And uh, if they do this, then someone's got to make a wisdom save or they're out of the, out of the round. Uh, and then, um, lost it. Uh, so, uh, and then two more players get this, um, they bifurcate, right? They can bifurcate for 10 rounds. Um, no, five rounds. And um, so there's two of them, and they do exactly the same thing. So um, after warning them how deadly combat was, they get in a situation where it's it's six, basically, on two. It was four of them, plus two of them had bifurcated, so six on two, 
um, which is really good odds, right? And they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna all shoot at once. <laughs> and I'm like, good, good for you, smart planning. While meanwhile, down in the bottom of this Titan, there's this trash spider, right? And it really likes to talk, so it's lonely, and it it like clings to one of the players, right? And it's fascinated by this player. And it keeps saying, you know, um, you know, I think at one time he said, you're not going to kill me, are you? And he said, well, well, no, our conversation's fascinating. I'd rather, rather talk to you than kill you. But, it, you know, if the conversation was boring, I'd probably kill you. So um, he, he, he like scrambles and keeps talking, right? And this is, um, this is really where coming back to the players really helped, I think. So coming back and re-explaining what do you do? Right, so I um, during this time I've gone back and forth probably four times, right, between different sets of players. The two sets they kind of split up basically. Um, so I, I'm going back and forth, and I'm I'm trying to be frantic about it, right? I'm trying to trying to I'm I'm pausing on a high note, right, or a cliffhanger, right, and um, yeah, I'm pausing at a peak. And something is about to happen at, at that peak, and I quickly move on, right? That's, uh, that's the way you're supposed to do it. That's what I'm told, right? That's the way it works best for me. Um, so at these peaks, right, and I come back to the second party, and I re-explain everything that's happening in their scene, right? Every single thing. And even down to, and you look around, and you see these bodies, and you've killed them, right? You know that it's them. You look around at these bodies that you know you've killed, right? You look around and there's dead people everywhere and it reminds you that you've killed these people, right? What are you doing? And this is like even going back and forth between the three people in one scene, right? I have scene A going and I'll go to one person and say that. I'll go to the second person and I'll say that. I'll go to the third person and say that, right? Um, so I, you can even hear my voice right now. I'm kind of um, spiking, right? I'm, I, I'm frantic, right? And this is the way the whole hour session was. It was just like escalating, 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 escalating. And it was so awesome. And this, this module, this adventure, this book is so good. Like, you got to get it, guys. If you don't have it, get it. It's so good. Anyway, so um, going back and forth, right, they, they figure out, um, and I, I, I'm hinting at it very hard because I want them to do this, right? Um, I, I, I talk about the mask every time I come back to the trash spider. I talk about this mask and the webs of trash and how the, the body is kind of like just trash wrapped together, you know, and there's this mask, right? Um, so finally, one of the players gets the idea, can I pull the mask off? Yes, yes, you can. And the mask, when removed, just like re removed from the player's sheep, will turn the sheep back into a sheep. So removing the mask from this trash spider just turns it back into trash. And it was amazing for the player um, figuring it out, right? It, it was, um, you know, you, I could see it in his eyes when it, when it clicked. And he was like, oh, the mask, that's the key. Um, so they got this mask, which is funny because someone has a parrot. And now they're going to put the mask on the parrot. And that's going to make an amazing, you know, uh, NPC companion, <laughs> right? It's going to be great. Um, so, uh, yeah, the session climaxes and, uh, they get to the top and they, they defeat Dr. Hogg, um, which is good, right? It's great. That's, uh, what they came to do. 
So, um, as they defeat Dr. Hogg, the, the Titan goes down, right? It's like a swaying like a uh, skyscraper falling, basically. And uh, then they black out. And that's where we ended the session. And um, I really could have gone on. I, um, I felt like it's totally against what I said, right? Because I wanted to let them go and explore. Um, but one player left. One player had to leave. And while it would have been, it would have been fine. I think this is a, this exploration part is a big, this is a big chunk, right? This is not just okay. We're gonna find out what the next dungeon's about, and we can catch him up, her up. She left. Um, we can catch her up next session. No, this is like, this is your your base of operations, basically. This is the town. This is the fort. You know, this is where you're probably gonna be coming back to and resting. Uh, this is where you're going to be leveling up. If you need gear, this is where you're going to come back to. Um, so I I called it there. And I think it's a good idea because um, there are two locations. And while they're not that big, they have a lot of people to interact with. So I think that next session is going to be a lot of interacting with people. Uh, I'm going to try and delay them going into the dungeon. But if I end with a dungeon, I think it's fine. I think it'll be okay. So everything went well except for one thing, ammunition. It's not really talked about in, in, into the odd. And, um, you know, someone, I was looking on the, the Discord today, and someone mentioned um, usage dice. And I was like, oh, my God, why didn't I think of that? What the fuck was I thinking about, you know? Why didn't I use usage die? That's like, uh, I'm moving to that in D&D. Why didn't I just come up with that in Into the Odd and say, instead of saying, oh, everybody's got X ammunition, let's mark it off. So uh, I will reintroduce merch, or I will introduce, because most of these players haven't played with it, um, Usage Die uh, next session. And we will go forward using uh, pretty much anything with Usage Die. Anytime you, um, you attack with a, a ranged weapon, you'll be rolling that uh, extra die along with it and finding out if you're going down or up. Um, and that will make ammunition not um, crazy, right? It will make it so it's not like, oh, you know, I have to keep track of it every single every single time I shoot around. Um, which who knows how much combat there will actually be anyway, so it may not be that big of a deal. Um, and it will make it so that, you know, actually having to buy ammunition is a thing. Uh, and it may make it so there's an intense moment where you run out of ammunition, right? And um, you can't see it coming, right? Because you're rolling that D4 and you got a 50-50 chance of keeping it going. Um, yeah, so Silent Titans, guys. Really good. Looking forward to this next session. That's all the nuggets we've got this week. Show notes available at slackernerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the new link in my show notes, the Anchor FM app or website. Email me at my new email address, cockatrice-nuggets at gmail.com and check out my blog at Slacker Nerds with links to my Patreon and all my other socials. Come join us on the Audio Dungeon Discord server linked in my show notes. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share it with your friends or shout it from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out is great with me. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.